Team Team, Wafik, I hope you're ready to discuss Caribbean literature. I'm Mayla, a romance author from Guadeloupe. This is how I present myself today, but it took me about 20 years to give myself permission to write about my people falling in love and finding happiness. Why? Well, thank you for asking and I'm going to tell you why. I never got to read about Caribbean people being happily in love until 2019. And chances are, especially if you're listening to this podcast in 2021, you probably haven't either. That's why I decided to record my discussions with Caribbean authors who will give you an idea of their motivations and the issues they faced to get their romance stories published. My hope is for you to be inspired to write, to buy, because we're here to support, and to read romance stories set in the Caribbean with Caribbean people. On why. Tim Tim, Boafik, welcome to episode one of Tim Tim Boafik, the podcast to make you fall in love with Caribbean literature. Let me reintroduce myself. I'm Mayla and I'm from Guadeloupe. You may know me under the name Patra M. It's the name that I use for my other podcast called Caroqueramo, dedicated to the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. I love films. I love television, but writing is my first love. And during the first COVID-19 lockdown in France in March, April 2020, I decided to really get back into writing romance. I've been a black romance fan since the early 2000s. I was still a teenager and I was curious about what love was and how do you know you love someone? I mean, that you're in love with someone. And How do you treat someone you love? So I didn't read black romance back then because, well, first of all, my English wasn't that good and the books weren't available to me because I was in Guadeloupe. But I kept watching over and over again BT's original films like Masquerade or Commitment, which are both adaptations of black romance books. So I graduated from high school. I went to university in Paris. I studied for my master's degrees and I just stopped reading fiction. Now I can say it was because I was just tired of not being represented in French literature. So I read non-fiction books for my history classes. But other than that, I didn't read. And it's also around that time that I really got into Hallyu, the Korean cultural wave. I really got into K-pop and K-dramas during my 20s. But then again, as much as I enjoyed Korean culture, it wasn't my culture. So fast forward to 2017-2018, I decided to start reading Black fiction again, and more specifically Black romance. And when I say black romance, I do mean that the two lead characters are black, like blackety black. There's no white involved. So yeah, I, I, I just kept reading like book after book. So somehow I think I can read about 60 or 70 romance novels a year. And uh, at some point I was like, but wait, what about us Caribbean people, Afro-Caribbean people? What's up? Well, I mean, Where's our romance? I mean, romance with us. So I decided to dive in in the wonderful world of Caribbean literature. Okay, so again, I'm from Guadeloupe. So of course, I did try to find romance books in French, but there weren't many. And 
most of them were about interracial relationships with a white person. So again, I have nothing against interracial relationships, but that's just not what I was looking for. However, there were a couple of interesting books written by English-speaking Caribbean authors that helped me to visualize how we as Caribbean people can define love and happiness. And, you know, it's still so sad to me, like when I think about how it took me 20 years to finally sit down and write about people from Guadeloupe falling in love, wanting to be happy just like anyone else. And to be honest, I'm still scared of writing this kind of fiction because when you write about Caribbean people, there's just so much darkness and suffering in how past, in our history, in our present, trying to picture a bright and happy future for us is actually hard. I'm always scared that my characters are so happy that people be like, it's unrealistic to be that, uh, to be this happy when you're in the Caribbean. And there are so much social issues like colorism and all that. So yeah, there are things that are very specific to Caribbean literature. And I wondered if I was the only one feeling this way. So I got over my fear of talking to people (laughs) and I contacted the authors whose stories really made me feel like, yeah, I can see that this author is being intentional about showing an interpretation of what love can be when you're from the Caribbean. I had discussions with five authors In this first episode, you listen to my discussion with Eugenia O'Neill. She is a journalist and an author from the British Virgin Islands. She writes non-fiction. Her latest book is Obia, Race and Racism, published in 2020, but she also writes fiction. She won the Canyon A. Woodhurst Prize for Best Short Fiction also in 2020. She writes novels in all sorts of genres, like she wrote historical fiction, paranormal fiction, crime fiction, contemporary fiction, and of course, romance. In our discussion, we talked about how to get visibility when you write Caribbean romance. We talked about her book, Jamaica Dreaming, released in 2013, and how to write interracial relationships with non-white characters. We also talked about how to describe the Caribbean from an outsider's perspective without othering the culture and the people. So I know the audio isn't the best quality. And I was so stressed and so happy that my voice is high-pitched for no reason at all. Nevertheless, I hope you will enjoy this discussion with author Eugenia O'Neill. Tim Tim, Tim Tim, Welcome, Eugenia O'Neill, to Tim Tim Wafik, the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Maela. Well, I came across your writing very randomly because I was looking up Caribbean romance books. Your book, Jamaica Dreaming, came up. So I... Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell us when and how did you get into writing fiction? Okay. Well, um, my first book was um, my work of fiction, Just an Affair. And uh, I don't want this to sound mean, but you know, I'd read a romance book and I was thinking, gosh, I could write better than this. And so I set to, um, I don't know whether it actually came out any better than, than the book I, I, that had inspired me, but um, 
I figured I'd give it a try myself. And so that's what I did. And it was set in the Virgin Islands um, and it was a romance. But I also, I've done some historical fiction. Um, I would say that Jessamine is historical fiction because there are elements of romance in it, but it's really, um, you know, more of a historical fiction type of book. I saw in the different books that you've been writing, you don't just stick to romance, but would you call yourself a romance writer? Uh, <laughs> I am not sure that I would. I write romance, but I'm not. It, it's only one of the genres that I'm interested in. Um, you may have seen that I've written a short work of horror I, you know, I love horror. So, you know, if there's a, a horror movie out, I'm there. And I'm more likely to be there for horror and for crime, uh, you know, a crime movie than I am for a romance movie. So those are my two um, preferred fiction genres, actually. I'm trying to figure out how people define Caribbean romance because it's very hard. So what would be your definition? I think a, a, a Caribbean romance has to involve Caribbean characters. They can be Caribbean characters who are perhaps living abroad as many Caribbean people do, um, or, and or a romance that's set in the Caribbean itself. Um, where, but whether it's Caribbean characters set in uh, France or set in London, Caribbean people create a culture and, and, and um, a dynamic within the cities that they inhabit. So it would always be, it would always have a Caribbean flavor, even though influenced by the, um, the dominant culture. So I think that it must involve Caribbean ca characters and or it must take place in the Caribbean. I want to write romance with Caribbean characters. The thing is, mm -hmm. when you want to upload your book on Amazon, for instance, you have to check some categories. And there's yes. nothing for Caribbean romance. No. I have African-American, but that's not what, that, that's not what I write. Um, you have just romance or something they call um, sentimental literature. But there's nothing specifically for me to put my books into. So basically, I yeah. will be lost in the algorithm if I just add it with the general romance. I think as a community of readers, there's a word we need to have just so we can, we can have all the books we are looking for at the, at, in the same place. And that's also why I created Tim Tim Boafik because I was tired to look everywhere for Caribbean romance. And I'm sure there are other people. So they'll know that if they, if they come to Tim Tim Boafik, they will find Caribbean romance books. <laughs> I think that's great and that's important and it's a start. I think that it can be hard to perhaps create a community of writers. I, I don't know, maybe social media might make it easy or make it easier, but it's hard to create a society or, or, or um, a common understanding among writers who, you know, one may be in Trinidad, another may be in Antigua, you are in Paris, etc. So um, I think it's important. It's important to have a, a site where uh, you can find all of these books and these writers. But I think um, perhaps we ought to use social media more to 
interact and um, get to know each other because we could ask, I, I, when I upload books or stories or whatever to Amazon, I use the multicultural, um, sometimes I use the African-American, but I also use a multicultural um, segment. But if we can get together, then we can assail Amazon with messages or tweets or whatever, asking for a Caribbean section so that, you know, it, it, it's easier for our readers and it's it's easier for writers as well. We'll, we'll try, we'll try. We have nothing to lose anyway. Tim Tim, Tim Tim, That was the end of part one. Make sure to come back to check out part two, where we discuss her book, Jamaica Dreaming, and her publishing experience. Thank you for listening. Make sure to check out timtimboafik.com for more Caribbean books. You can email me at timtimboafik at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram at timtimboafik. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Core. And to help the podcast to get more visibility, share it with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and you can give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you à dans d'autres soleils.